0: VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
1: Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio.
0: Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This, this, is, this. is the Cuse militia.
1: Now, those two unapologetically biased orange
0: blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years.
2: Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there, join the militia. Well, any day is a good day after a win over Georgetown. The Orange outlast Georgetown, seventy-four to sixty-nine. You'll hear from us. We'll hear from you and fan feedback. And then Syracuse will head to UNC to take on the Tar Heels this Tuesday at nine o'clock. We'll let you know what we think about that. Syracuse did drop to fortieth in the Ken Palm rankings after the win over Georgetown and fortieth in the net. As well, so that's where they stand now. I like we said, I uh, just threw it away. I think Georgetown was 108th in the net, so that's not really doing us any favors there. Depending on what everybody else does throughout the weekend, so um, yeah, that is what it is, right, Joe? Yes, sir. All right, look, James got in on all of the festivities that were the post-game press conference. Uh, which was funny, caught me off guard. So he will, he will be highlighted here in the Coach <coughs> Montage. Let's hear what Coach had to say nice. after the win over Georgetown.
0: You know, we really played well at the end of the first half. It's probably some of the best we've played all year. I think Joe and Buddy were, even though they missed a couple, uh, they, they had their rhythm. They were looking like they're going to make shots. And we need them to make shots to win. I thought Robert did a good job off the bench. He made the key play of the game with that block. It was an unbelievable block. Um, But we started the second half, we got four good shots in a row and didn't get any of them to go down. Then we missed two or three layups around the basket. Quincy and, you know, Marek, uh, Buddy missed one. Um, You know, you can't do that. You know, you got to keep making them. I think our defense held up better than it has. Yeah, I mean, John Thompson meant a lot to all of us in all college basketball. All the coaches, both both African American coaches and white coaches, he meant a lot. It wasn't just one group. He 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 meant a lot to everybody. He helped everybody. He paved the way. The reason we have so many uh, black head coaches is because of John Thompson. And not only did he was he was a good coach, but that he set an example and he pushed and pushed and uh, right. Right until, you know, his last year or two, he was pushing all the time for African-American coaches, uh, and uh, he was very successful at it. He was much more than a good basketball coach, and, you know, we had an unbelievable rivalry, but it's, you know, you can come together. I mean, I know it's hard for that in this country, and we need to be able to see that. You know, he's gotta get better. Barama coming back will help everybody because it can ease the minutes a little bit for everybody. Um, I think it helps when you get a few minutes here and there for everybody to get a little rest. And, you know, again, we don't know if he'll be able to go Tuesday or when he'll be able to go. We're hopeful. He made two great steals down there. there. Would have been layups if he wasn't in there. He's the best on our team of rotating back and rotating across and making those plays. And the block was spectacular. You know, Robert's a great jumper. He just, his knees still bother him, and, you know, he's pl- just going to play through it as best he can. But uh, that was the play of the game. Could have saved the game, really. Woody's getting better all the time. He's put on 10 pounds. He knows he needs another 15 pounds and uh, can continue to work on his shot. Uh, what I told him this is a free year. You know, you're not here. You know, you'll be a freshman next year. So get as much out of you can, this year as you can, and uh, that'll help you for next year.
2: We have three more questions. The first will be from James Zuba. Yeah,
1: Jim, in all your years of Syracuse-Georgetown, have you ever seen a player chip a tooth, uh, let alone play through it?
0: Well, no, he was going to the locker room, but I stopped him. I said, you just hurt your tooth. You didn't hurt anything else. Let's go. And... Uh, <laughs> He was trying to go to the locker room, but he didn't make it. Um, You know, he's too important to us. We need him in there against pressure, handling the ball and stuff. So, uh, yeah, he toughed toughed it out. (laughs) It was just an accidental play. In the old days, it might have been on purpose, but it it was, (laughs) this was accidental.
2: All right, the Coach Montage is brought to you by the title sponsor for the Cuse Militia and Armchair Media, and that is none other than Bat Online. Hey, maybe there's a prop over at BetOnline Online to see if you know what it, does Mark have his tooth fixed by the next game? What do you think, Joe? Does yes. He go- you think he does? Okay. All right. Um, look, Bills win, they advance. Congrats to all the Bills fans. I know that uh, Bills fans. I know they're 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 high on the steed today. So um, <coughs> you know. <laughs> Joe. So hey, Sorry. will they take the next one? We, we even know who they're playing yet? We're not to even lose. sure. Huh? We, we find One out. Yeah, they find they, they play the highest seed of the next AFC matchup. So that that is tonight, right? I believe. So, yeah. Depends okay. on who wins between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Right. Okay. All right. So you might not be able to get to a game or maybe you can get to a game either way. If you can't get to a game, BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads in totals to team, player, and coach and props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to BetOnline today and use the promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you. BetOnline. Appreciate it. So, uh, what a game. Joe and I Watched the the second half together. It was nice. It was fun. We were going to go live, but Joe was a little late, so we just decided to hang out and Skype. It was fun. It, you know, they gave us a run for the money, so mm-hmm. uh, let's get into it. The good, the bad, the ugly. First, it's always good to win, but especially good to beat Georgetown, as I mentioned earlier. And you know, this is a game since I was a kid. I circled when we knew it was coming up it was always something special so um, good to get that win Bobby B he's put together two solid games uh, at this point now in a row three points three steals and a critical block in his 17 minutes uh, we need defense it'll be interesting to see his role on this team develop going forward for the rest of the year um, coach mentioned his knees so you know we got we got little issue there but he seems to be pushing through uh, pretty well the past two games after a rough game for our guards against Pitt Buddy and Joe really pulled through against Georgetown. Buddy, 50% from the field and from three. Nine for 18 all together for 21 points. Joe, six for 11 overall. Three for four from three with eight assists, two steals, and 18 points. Mark finished the game with 11 points, nine rebounds, and a half a tooth in 40 minutes. It was uh, trending to be more, but Syracuse was plus six on the boards. 38 to 32. Gotta have that. And finally, the Beheim thompson tribute. That was great. All good. The bad, Georgetown. I know I, look, I know they 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 gave us a run for our money there towards the end, but they've dropped five in a row. They now sit at three and eight. Uh, that's bad. That's bad for Georgetown. So, uh, you know, it is what it is. Speaking yeah. of which, the ugly. Uh, Syracuse led early in the second half by 16 points. We all watched as it uh, started to close up, and we're all thinking, is there another collapse on the way? Georgetown cut the lead mm-hmm. to within three within three with three minutes left to play. And uh, be honest with you, if that's all I got for the ugly an almost collapse, I'm happy. So that's, that's it. I mean, all around a, a, a well-played game, they did they did submit some of the lead there towards the end, but you pull out the win. It is what it is. It's Syracuse, Georgetown. Joe, this, for me, was an early season must-win. That's just how I felt about this game, especially after the pit loss. Um, the Orange get it done. But what can you say about Robert Braswell? We've seen in the last two games, and right when you think you can't possibly... Uh, love Marek even more. He goes out there and does <laughs> what he does. Last night, showing us again how tough he is. All 180 pounds of this kid is tough as mm. nails. Uh, he, he, he he went. He was going to go to the locker room. Coach was like, "No, get back out there." And he's like, "Okay." <laughs> he comes out with a mouthful of blood and all smiles. Uh, hey, that's why, you wear, that's why you wear a mouthpiece, right? So. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Uh,
1: (laughs) hopefully the school's got that one, but, um,
2: (laughs) I'm sure I'm sure.
1: Yeah, no, uh, as far as Braswell goes, I mean, I cannot lie. He's starting to grow on me a little bit. I'm still cautiously optimistic, but I like what I've seen. And maybe some of the injury issues from last year was why we didn't see some of this, right? I mean, but It's just nice to see, like, more and more people stepping up and showing the ability to be able to come in and contribute, and uh, that just helps overall for the team. But overall, just, I mean, we only played seven deep. Kadari Richmond only had six six minutes. minutes. I'm trying to probably guessing, because I saw him on the bike in the background, so I'm guessing he might have some type of injury, but... Uh, yeah, you look at the box score and stats and everything, the rebounds were close. I think they had three more turnovers, uh, than we did. Uh, we had one more free throw. I mean, the percentages were really, really close. Um, so to win this game and have the lead that we did, um, I mean, it's good. It shows you what happens and what can happen when Buddy and Joe are shooting the way that they do. I mean, those guys shooting over 50%, we're not going to lose, um, so we did what we could with the guys that we had <clears throat> like to see, obviously, Kadari, Woody, Sidibi. I mean, I'd like to see everybody healthy uh, to be able to have, you know, the full depth and possibilities of different lineups. But um, they played good. And I mean, like you said, can't really complain, right?
2: No, there wasn't a whole lot to complain about. But I do I did notice something just the feel, you know, you got you got Coach coming out with the the towel over the shoulder honoring John Thompson who passed away over the summer, and I love seeing that. But, you know, there's something a little bit amiss with the Syracuse-Georgetown rivalry after being in the ACC for going on seven years now. And um, I still love seeing that game. I love that rivalry. Just not what it used to be. and Just the feel of it for me. Um, Right. You know what I'm saying? But it was still, it's still one of those ones that you, you know, when it started to come down to it last night, Joe, and we're watching this thing, we're like, come on, come on. But I, 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 I never really felt like they were gonna lose that game, but it came damn close. Yeah. <laughs> it came well, damn I mean, close. It,
1: it seemed like so many of these other games that we've been dealing with. So yeah, it almost felt like deja vu again, right? So, but Braswell with that play, I mean, I, again even after that play, they still got it within three after that. But I mean, you're talking about a play where they could,
2: have it was a five point swing.
1: Yeah. A five point swing. They could have got a layup to go down two. instead. We get the block and a three, a wide open three pointer down at the end to go up seven. And then when we're down or up three, you know, Joe steps up and hits that shot. So, um, I mean, everyone all around, I mean, it's always good to be Georgetown, but to your point, uh you know rivalries they're more important and it feels more um you know more like a rivalry when the games actually mean something
2: yeah you know yeah it's kind of and I think
1: yeah. that's really what it is it's not I mean obviously we have the history and I love you know the games and you get the announcers and they do like all the the flashbacks and, the, and nostalgic Ewing, Ewing stuff. swinging, yeah you yeah. and swinging on Pearl, Pearl and you know, McNamara's left-handed bounce pass to, to Divendorf to win. The, you know, you see all that stuff, and you go back and you remember all, you know, the Alonzo Mornings and Mutumbo's and Allen Iversons and, uh, you know, just all Otto Porters, all these guys that there's just been so many great matchups between these these two teams um, back when they were in the Big East, and they were playing two times a year, sometimes three times a year in the Big East tournament. Yeah. But it actually meant something. And now it's just like, well, it could be a good little blemish on your you know, on your resume, but it's a non-conference game and it doesn't seem as important.
2: Yeah, I think but, it's I mean, just again, over, over time, it's just lost some of the feel, you know, I mean, and obviously, because we're in two different conferences, um, you know, you got Ewan coming in, I kind of felt like it was going to spark back up and it kind of, I mean, it kind of does. It's just, I think, obviously, growing up with it and and it's just not the same. And it's a no. little disappointing, and it's like we have to move on to something else. And 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 for me personally, I've kind of been fighting moving on to something else. I like I love these old Big East rivalries. I love that Syracuse and Pitt get to play all the time, and even Boston College for crying out loud. You know some of these old rivalries that you know have been throughout the Big East and the Notre Dames and all that. But right, um, you got to move. It's it's one of those things that's just hard to move on from because it, it's fun to hate Georgetown. It was always fun to hate Georgetown, and to to the point with the John Thompson thing. I mean, you hated Georgetown because he was so good. You know, the Manly Field House is officially closed. That oh, yeah. stings every time it's brought mm-hmm. up. You know, and well, yeah, it's and just, I mean, they made a thirty for thirty about it, right?
1: Or they made yeah. Like, just, I mean, it, the big yeast was. It was awesome. And it's time and it's, you know, conception when they came up and they came through and they changed college. I mean, that conference changed college basketball and those coaches did as well. And Beheim and Thompson were part of it. So, yeah, I mean, those those games and all the, you know, the St. John's, the Villanova's, just the the old school Big East. Like. There's so many memories that it's hard, like, again, like you said, hard to kind of not be there anymore, but at the same time, you know, sometimes you got to move along for the greater good and between money and other sports and, you know, stuff like that. We had to move on and, you know, it does suck, but at the end of the day, it's always good to be able to relive these kind of moments. Like you said, the nostalgia with, you know, they're always going to show those clips. They're always going to have those things that they talk about when they Syracuse Georgetown, even though the game isn't as important in today,
2: yeah, it's um, like a just a. It's fun always good up. to be able to
1: have those, you know, or the UConn one. You know, you know when we play UConn, they're always going to show the six overtime game and, sh- sure. and stuff like that. So, right. um, it's always good to relive relive that and play those teams. But, uh, you know, you can't mistake. I mean, there's no hiding the fact that the games are not nearly as important. So it's hard to really deem them rivalries.
2: I know, I know. It's like when the, this like the last vestige of. You know that rivalry. It's just yesterday. It kind of hit me. And it's just didn't. F- just it's good to win. Didn't feel the same. All right. Right.
0: It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house.
2: All right, y'all know what to do. At the end of every game, I will go on the socials, put uh, ask for your thoughts on the game. You go ahead, you comment. We read some. We don't read some. We pick some at random. And then we come on here and we talk about them. So what I want to do today is I want to get at least one of these prediction deals in, and we'll just turn it into a buy, sell, or hold, Joe. So I've got a bunch of them, and we'll get to them, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, Jesse, top fan on Facebook. <laughs> Kind of mm. glad our shooters had good games, but also not. Everyone will use this to justify JG3 starting and playing ridiculous amount of, amounts of minutes. He is a one-dimensional player and came into this game shooting twenty 27% from three. Kadari received six minutes. He didn't really do much, but Joe could shoot one for 20 and still see 20-plus. Well, to Joe's point, you know, I did notice Kadari on the bike. We don't know really what was if there was an issue or not there, he he only played six minutes and right. uh, went over one. And, you know, I mean, I think more so at the end of the pick game was where I was wondering why Kadari wasn't in, but you know, a All little, right. a little bit here, a little bit here, you know, I think that do you notice the difference though, when this team doesn't just Hawk threes, the whole game, <laughs> And they actually, they oh, yeah. actually tried to get inside and score. You know, mm-hmm. they had, um, let's see, they were eighteen for forty from from inside the arc. So really good. You know, and yeah. it's and, and would I would they think, shoot like twenty-two threes or something like that? Twenty-two threes, nine for twenty-two, which is good. I'm fine with that. What's that like? 41 percent, forty-one percent. Yeah. So. And I think that's a perfect. I think that's a perfect balance right there. And the thing about it is that we talked about last night, Joe, is that they're not getting in there hard enough. Right? Not getting in there. You know what I'm saying? It's almost right. like they could get a little bit more, a little bit more. Well, I mean, fierce I think some it.
1: of it is is that you got to use your opponent's aggression against them, and not allow them to make you take bad shots or try to make everything um sometimes you got to go in there with the intentions to get fouled and that's really the one thing that I would like to see more with this team I like the balance of trying to go down low and drive and stuff like that and then balance it out with the outside shots and three pointers uh but they need to get the free throw line more Need to be able to get more more free points. Yeah, um, and it, it wasn't we, bad, eleven for fourteen. But you're right, dude. That, I mean, no. I mean, the percentage isn't bad, and I mean, it, it was still more than Georgetown. And I felt like they let them play a little bit, but then there was sometimes there was some ticky tack. But um, sometimes you know you got to go in there with the intentions of trying to get some people possibly in foul trouble or just get to the line and get those free points.
2: Yeah, go in there you know? to, to to get fouled. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. It's just something they haven't they didn't do very well in. You know, against Pitt, obviously was really bad. They just, but to the point though, I mean, um, Joe is going to get. He's going to be the starter for right now, I think. You know, the problem with Joe, and I understand where Jesse's coming from, but he's just not consistent. He hasn't really been, like, I've just been waiting for the consistency. And you know, he what he shoot four or six? No, I'm sorry, three for four. That's good, man. If you hit, if you go over four, stop. I, I don't know what else to say. You know what I'm saying? The shooters
1: are going to shoot. I, I understand right? that, thing, I and that's the whole thing. Is I expect him to start, uh, and obviously, again, like I said, we've talked about the whole what coaches see in practice type thing. But this is what makes it so frustrating with Joe because he has that other game. You know, Pittsburgh and everyone's killing him. And then this game, I'm sure, like, if it was anybody like me, half the shots that he went up, put up, and made, you were like, no, no, what a, okay, nice. Like, they were some a lot of them weren't even, like, similar shots as last game. They were deep or someone was right in his face, and this game he just hit them. Yeah. And when he hits them, what are you going to do?
2: The one really deep so, one that he chucked up, he missed. And it was mm-hmm. early in the clock off an offensive rebound, I believe, and he missed it. So, but, you know, it's it's But balanced. that's what tough
1: for Joe because when he's making it, you you want him in.
2: Yeah, sure, absolutely. He hit some clutch ones. He hit one really clutch one you mentioned earlier last night. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, Steve on Facebook, JG3, still struggling. I didn't see it last night, but shot selection. I said, that's me. I didn't see that last night. Uh, shot selection in understanding his role, good rebounding effort, and a win over Georgetown Good job, uh Alex. good win at least we didn't blow another double digit lead. uh love dole man he he plays so hard, Buddy and Joe are starting to play better, which is huge. Love you guys, go cues uh you know <laughs> we're gonna see these we're the the losing the lead thing is a trend, and I think that it's just kind of always. It's just you get those these teams they get start to get on a run man and the momentum's the momentum's going you start to panic a little bit you know what they had mm-hmm. I think Georgetown went on like a sixteen to five run at one point and um, yeah it's frustrating but that's you know that's Syracuse for you uh, Dave top <laughs> t- you know right. Dave, top fan on Facebook. I thought Braswell played nice, nice stat line for 17 minutes and just looked active, uh, affected uh, affected shots and passes. Yeah, you heard Coach talk about his rotation. I didn't put it in. I don't know if I put it in there or not, but Coach was talking about how he's the best. He's the best um, forward they got that that can rotate. And if you if you watched him, he's very active, man. His footwork's good. He's very mm-hmm. good. He got from he got from beyond the elbow into the middle of the paint on a pass and intercepted it in like yeah. in like a second. I mean, he was boom, he was right there, and stolen inbounds pass. Yeah, stolen inbounds pass. It's right. That's right. Yep. And um, you know, he's just good there. He's a he's a high jump champion too, state champion, uh, high school two time, two time. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's huge. If if yeah. Braswell can fit into a role and develop himself and stay healthy, it's going to be – I mean, that's another dimension, guys. That's my opinion. Yeah. Uh, Robert, top fan on Facebook. Missed 30 practice, practices, lose a heartbreaker, turn around and beat Georgetown. Good effort. And uh, Marek is a damn warrior. Yes, he is. He is a freaking warrior. <laughs> that, I mean, that dude <laughs> – Oh God! No, even... we were laughing so hard. Oh last my gosh! Night on that. I had so much fun with the Mark smiling with the bloody mouth uh, meme yesterday. At that the, the, throughout the going on five years of this show, we've always had a profile picture on social media was always our logo or some form of our logo. Man, I had yeah. I had to do it last night. It was so worthy. Of Ugh. profile, profile picture status, uh, with that, with that, with like that. a minute to go too. <laughs> I think like you know. were almost there. Yeah, you were so close, so close. And like Coach and said, then
1: the guy, go, you're good. The guy that the guy that elbowed him had he was bleeding on his elbow.
2: Oh, was so you he know really? How bad
1: that was. Oh yeah. Oh, I missed that. They had to pull him to the side, and they were like, you know taking care of it and everything like that. Oh, so. he's
2: going to have a nice infection. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, Joe, top fan on Facebook. I was at work so I couldn't really watch but I looked up and saw a 15-point lead Then I looked up and it was an eight, then three, and I thought WTF, not again, not against Georgetown. I'm just glad they won. Also, go Bills. Big days. Big day for me uh, uh, on the sports front. So, Joe, you love the Bills. You want to talk about the Bills win? What can't Josh Allen do, Joe? <sighs>
1: Oh, Lord. But here, I can tell you, he, he can fumble and almost <laughs> lose
2: the game for his team. No and that's kidding. What he can do. No kidding. No kidding. He's, he's, he's solid. Like last year. I don't know who can stop the Bills right now besides maybe the Steelers, maybe. Uh, defensive-wise. The Chiefs? Hi. Defense. They played already once, and it was pretty close, if I remember right. It was close. I mean, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, by the, the way, good, by like the way. But, I mean, I'm just I'm I've, not sold. Okay, but I, I'm just for the record, I I picked I picked the the Bills to uh, to to win it all this year. So Joe's heard me. Joe's heard me. I got witnesses. All right, before we get back Chiefs. into fan feedback, oh please, no, not the Chiefs. Anybody but the Chiefs. As a Raiders well, fan, it's gonna be. Yeah. I mean, you know, we well, you never know. Maybe they're gonna get they can get very easily get cold in this time off. You know. I'm telling you. Right. healthy. Bet Online, the title sponsor for the Cucum Militia and Armchair Media. You might not be able to get to a game this year, but Bet is going to let you get in on all of the action. Bet Online, they're going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coach and props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head over to betonline.net today. Use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses bet online your online sportsbook experts thank you bet online all right
0: welding instructor alex Declaire knows vr training platforms like forge fx help students master their skills
2: there's a big learning curve with welding virtual
0: reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need learn more at meta.com
2: Mahir on Facebook. Mark is a warrior, a savage, and God, I love that guy. If I had an all-time Q squad, I'd have him coming off the bench. For me, sure. such a pleasure seeing him night in and night out. As for the game, please stop jumping out to leads and losing them, albeit Q's Georgetown games are meant to be close, in my opinion. Good win, and I hope they get some more practices in. Need Griffin to play better. Pass the Rock more. Big game against Roy in the heels coming up. Yeah, so Griffin was a little quiet for quite a while. He had like 7 points for for uh, for a long time. You know, he ended up with 9 and 5 rebounds, which is good, but just a little a little I think he's still coming into his role here, you know, yeah. um with having to play Defense, which he's done great too. When he's had to really get down to it, he's done great. And we didn't mention Quincy either. Twelve points, nine rebounds. Kind of a quiet night for him, though. But obviously, he's he just solid. just solid. Yeah, just solid. So, a quiet night is solid. I him, so. I know, but it's true, right? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, Because yeah. you almost expect a double double. He was averaging a double double coming into the Pit game, and I'm not sure where he's at now, but uh, you know. Just enjoy Gary A while he's here. Just enjoy my here. As far as Mihir's point about Mark, fan favorite, you always got that one fan favorite. Mark's that I hope my, my one of my twenty twenty one predictions was that he comes back next year, uses that extra year eligibility. That would be awesome. Five years of Mark. Yeah. That would be awesome.
1: Yeah. So yeah, a hundred percent. And as far as Griffin goes, uh I completely agree with your statement as far as coming into his own. Um, I think he still sometimes gets lulled into, you know, what he was used for at Indiana. And, um, you know, he's got to do a little bit better. I think there's some people that thought he was going to come in and do exactly what Elijah Hughes did. uh, And he's just – I don't think he's ready for it yet. Uh, He's got some ball handling stuff he's got to deal with. And uh, I think there's just just sometimes where he allows his offense – or if he's, not, if he's struggling on offense to actually, you know, kind of hurt his defense. And yeah. um, there is some things on defense in the rebounding aspect where he is kind of, um, I don't want to say hurts us, but it's more of like over a long period of time hurts us. Uh, once, once the DB comes back, I can see a situation where um, I would expect him to be coming off the bench. And uh, I think this is one of those kind of just... Like you said, coming into his own. I mean, Elijah Hughes was what he was last year, but the year before that, when, when he came table. in, he was still trying to figure it out, and he still had guys around him.
2: He uh, had Tyus Battle, so, though, too, to deal with.
1: Well, I mean, obviously, but I'm just saying, you know, it's just one of those things where I just don't see a situation where once Sidibe's healthy, we don't go Sidibe, Dolzhai, and Gary in the back court or the back line there. And – um I mean, he's going to be coming off the bench. It's just all there is to it. So uh, he's not going to have these minutes. And um, again, he's just figuring it out.
2: Yeah, and you know, he was used to shoot. He was to, he was used to, uh, at Illinois to shoot from behind the arc, and he came off the bench good. and hit yeah. threes. Yep, exactly. So, all right, top fan Daryl on Facebook. I cut my damn finger cutting cutting up fruit. Uh, this will hurt to type. Nice win. Nice to see Joe's offense game show up tonight. I would really like to see this team play entire forty minutes and out uh, and and out a team away when you're up big. Yeah, just put, I mean, I would like to see him finish a team off too. Which you know we're getting into conference play now. Um, the team did wonderful job on the boards, seeing the, the, that the Hoyas led the Big East Conference in rebounding. So yeah. We're being that Georgetown was probably could be. We never know, I guess. These days, our last non-conference game. You know, it's going to be nice to see Syracuse pull out something like they did against Boston College. I mean, the ACC is so volatile this year. It's so weird to really not see, you know, everybody that you normally see up there rising to the top. It's just the the. It's just weird. It's still, mm-hmm. we're still trying to figure it out. You've got all these postponed games and rescheduled games, and, you know, it's going to be good to see, though, once we get into a flow, if Syracuse can get into a flow, and with Sidibe back, like we mentioned in the last show, we still haven't seen this team play with Sidibe yet this year. Really. Four minutes against Bryant, which, right. you know, that's that's nothing, so... Anyway, let's, uh, let's hit one up from Twitter real quick and get the heck out of here. We'll do uh, – let's do two real quick. They'll only take a second. At one, Kev Nash. Good bounce back win. Huge five-point swing with Braswell, with the Braswell chase down block and buddies three. It was awesome. We mentioned that. Um, at Matt underscore Sherman 52. At this point, I'm happy to get another in. Georgetown had a good run at the end, but truthfully, they suck. They always suck. Yes, Georgetown sucks. They suck. I said it in the show coming into Georgetown. They suck. Do they ever not suck? (laughs) Right, Joe? All right, let's do a. uh, Let's do. I could keep going. There's so much fan feedback, you guys. Uh, I really appreciate it. But uh, we got to do. Let's see. Let's see. Let's do. Let's do Accuse Water Boys. Let's see. Buy, sell, or hold. We're back in the dome for the 2021 football season, and I'm running around losing my mind pumping people up. Um, the whole season, at, the, at full capacity, I would sell. To some extent, part of the season, I would buy. What do you think, Joe? I got to split that because it's not specific enough. Full capacity? I say I wouldn't for the whole football season full capacity, I don't think so. Um I say that as my prediction was, you know, was that they would be at, you know, at some level there would be fans in the dome in 2021. He's saying for the football season, you know, I don't know, full capacity. He doesn't specify, but I I don't know about full capacity. What do you think?
1: Uh, if we're not at full capacity by next fall, then there's some bigger issues. So I'm going to buy.
2: Okay. All right. Let's do, an, let's do another one here. Um, let's see. All right. Dominic. Buddy Dominic on Facebook. Football makes a bowl game. Quincy goes. All right. We already did that one. So you and I both agree on that. Well, you didn't answer. That was my prediction. Football makes a bowl game, Joe. Buy, sell or hold? I'm buying. I already said it. Buy. Bye. Okay, Quincy goes in the first round of the NBA draft. Buy, sell, or hold, Joe. Sell. Sell. Okay, Cuomo still has every. I'll, I'll buy. Cuomo still has everything closed down in 2021. Buy, sell, or hold. The whole year. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Same thing. Sell. Sell. Yeah. Um, so if he has a right, exactly. But here's the thing: you got fans at the bil- at, at at Ralph Wilson Stadium. Hopefully, that's a step in the right direction. And right. if the contract tracing from that comes back, which I guess is what they're doing, in, a, in if it comes back in a positive way, then I don't see why we can't use that model, which was the which was the Sean from Cuse militia model in freaking September. I don't see why we can't use that model uh, going forward inside of a dome. I just don't. I'm sorry. And by the way, looked like an awful lot more than 6,700 people at that Bills game, right? What do you think? (laughs) think? Did it? Or was it, it just spread out to make it to seem that way?
1: It must be that way. You think so? Okay. Uh, I mean, they don't really show the top parts, and, and uh, I don't know. All
2: right, the Orange set to face 7-4 UNC this Tuesday at 9 o'clock in place of Clemson. This is essentially the makeup game with UNC from one, uh, two, or from January second, which was postponed. Because of the whole Buffalo thing, the all-time series sits at five and thirteen in favor of the Tar Heels. The Orange snapped a nine-game losing streak against UNC last year in the ACC tournament, marking only the second time Syracuse beat UNC after joining the ACC. As we all know, that was the last game of the season last year for college basketball. Elijah Hughes paved the way for the 81-53 win with 27 points. And Sadibi pulled down 13 rebounds in that game. He was also on fire. Uh, Gerard, Beheim, Sidibe, Doljai Hughes was your starting lineup for that game. The Tar Heels are 29th in Kempom rankings and 58th in the net, making this a quad one game for the Orange on the road. Joe, this is a perfect time, if there was, for Sadibi to come back. And... Um, You know, you heard Coach say he he remains hopeful. I think it would be huge. I feel like we need him. A couple familiar names there on UNC, by the way. And um, what's his name there? Uh, Baycott, this one. yeah. Garrison Brooks. Baycott leading the team, 11 points a game. And um, Deron Sharp pulling down 8.3 rebounds a game. What do you got?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like what you said, uh, the way that the rebounds have been going and everything like that, <clears throat> this is going to be a very difficult game if we do not have CDB. and that's an understatement. Uh, when you look at the points for the for the year for them, uh, their top three guys as far as points are 6'10", uh, 240-pound Armando Baycott. Um, <laughs> so 6'10", uh, 240-pound Garrison Brooks – and a new uh, face of the crowd is a freshman 6'11", 265-pound Dayron Sharp. So, those are their top three scores for the whole year. Uh, they also bring in three freshman guards, um, Caleb, Caleb Love, R.J. Davis, and Kerwin Walton, along with uh, Leaky Black and Andrew Playtech that are back as well. So, um, they're deep. They have they it looks like they've had issues with um you know outside shooting three-point shooting consistency as far as that kind of stuff goes i have a buddy at work i mention him often uh, mac that uh he just they, they they struggle with the outside shooting and everything like that the down low they really don't really have a, an issue with so uh they're gonna probably be one of the better rebounding teams in the country once again and again i Spoke, you I mean they can't play all three of them at the same time, but they pretty much play two out of those three between Baycott, uh, Brooks, and Sharp. <clears throat> so you're always going to have two guys over 610 out there. So that's a problem. Uh, it's yeah, it's going to be a problem. Uh, so yeah, Sidibe all those guys, it's it's we need them. So it's going to be tough if we go out there and we have you know a smaller lineup and everything like that. So, uh, now they could, they could, we could get them in foul trouble. There's things like that that can happen. Uh, you never know. Maybe we do just get physical and get with them and, and the ball bounces our way. And, uh, I think we will be able to, to score against them, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be tough. And when you look at the teams they've lost to, they've lost to, Two ranked um, teams. A lot of what's that?
2: Two ranked teams. They lost to, out of their four wins, oh, yeah. two of them were ranked. Right? It was. Um, oh yeah, it was te- Texas it was tech- and Iowa.
1: Texas and Iowa, right? Yeah. But they beat Kentucky, which I mean, Kentucky was one and seven or whatever. But they've won three in a row, and they lost at NC State and they lost at Georgia Tech. Now NC State has a couple big guys that can uh, go against them, but I don't know. I don't really understand that Georgia Tech won. But since then, you know, they beat Notre Dame by one and beat uh, Miami by two. So. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it's up for grabs. I don't think the ACC is really as strong this year. Uh, I think there's a lot of teams, especially the Blue Bloods, that rely on true freshmen coming in and and immediately helping. And I just think that the lack of preparation and all this, you know, the COVID stuff in the summer and the off seasons, I think that that's hurt those type of teams. That's why you see Kentucky and some of these other teams struggling. Uh, So it's going to be an interesting matchup. uh, But again, You never really know how that's going to go, too, because we remember the last time we played, right? Our matchup was pretty much one of the last games of the season last year. It was like the
2: ending game. It was the day after is when they shut everything down. We were supposed to play Louisville. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I remain optimistic if Sadibi is able to go. The problem – look, so my thought process is – that, uh, I'm going to talk out of both sides of my mouth. Okay. That this is the best case scenario to be able to rest Sadibi and bring him into this game, and not right. not have to deal with soreness or issues after Georgetown, you know, something like that. On the other, right. on the flip side of that is the idea that he doesn't ha- he hasn't had any in-game action in like 8 weeks and that also is worries me about knocking the rust off so to speak with with not being in any in-game with not having any experience in game in 8 weeks that's a long that's a long time ago right so, hey, hey, you never
1: know. It might be good for the mental, you know, get him in there. The last time he really played a game he and kicked, was successful was against these guys, right?
2: Yeah, that's true. So,
1: so maybe let let him get back in that game with those guys. He basically, I don't want to say dominated, but he pretty much dominated him, though. He. So and that was the last time. Right. So maybe that instills that. And maybe that's the reason why he didn't play against Georgetown, because coach did say he practiced for five days straight and then he was a little sore and, you know, precautionary stuff. So
2: and I was going to I was going to say I was going to say that that could be it. But I I didn't you know, I, I don't know what coach is thinking is coach. Keep him out on purpose because he thinks Georgetown sucks because and mm. just figured we could win without him. And just no, be like, but and this
1: year's going to be crazy with all this stuff and all these protocols. There's going to be teams that they have to sit and certain players are going to have to sit. I mean, it's going to be a wild ride. So, I mean, when you got a guy like that who's had knee issues, like there's no reason to rush it. And if you can look ahead and say, OK, well, Georgetown's got this one guy. But
2: I mean, mm-hmm.
1: we don't need him like we would need him against, you know, North Carolina or Clemson or something like that. Then just be precautionary with it. You know, there's no reason to like we talked about before. No reason to rush him back so that what he gets hurt again, and then we gotta wait a whole bunch of you know. Oh, uh, well, you don't need well, him
2: hurt again. We don't need any issues with that, obviously. No. I mean, so
1: you gotta be precautionary. If he's sore, then just let him sit.
2: So well, we used to do we used to do the um, three keys to winning. Uh, back when we when we were doing first put, started putting out the yeah when we first started and then we then we did it last year for a while when we were putting out the written stuff at qsmotion and you know it, it, it's it goes back to what I think we always talk about it's rebounds it's taking good shots and it's and it's driving to the hoop and getting to the foul line I mean if you can do that you th- this is a perfect team to just Have that be your game plan.
1: That's it. Well, and that's the thing is, I mean, if you can rebound and play good defense, then you can be in any game. It's just
2: what are they? uh, What are they shooting from three as a team? Hold on, I'm pulling that up. No, I don't know. That was all that. It's uh, thirty percent. That's okay. Right, thirty percent. So not not great. Not great. Um, Garrison Brooks is. Well, hold on a second, because who knows how many he's taken. Uh, yeah, but he's twenty two I mean, for thirty nine. He's your best. He's your best three point shooter, sixty six percent. So,
1: right, but he's a big man. Doesn't take a lot, and he's probably going to be. I mean, that's a guy. That's a big guy. That's taking the other guy, like the, another big guy, out of the lane, um, spreading the floor and shooting threes, which just helps our offense. But um, it's just tough because even when every single time we do one of these pre- previews, it's like every team's kind of dealing with the same thing. Like everybody didn't. No team had the proper off season, and everyone's kind of dealing with their own thing. So it's hard to just—I mean, everybody's in that of, mode of trying, trying to get better and out. A lot of cohesion,
2: a lot of cohesion issues, a lot of hiccups, a lot of a lot of not being able to oh, get I mean, into I the know. flow.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, George Georgetown has eight new people this year. Yeah. You no, know, and then as far as North Carolina goes, they got four true freshmen. You know, North Carolina is usually a top ten. Recruiting class every single year, they got four true freshmen coming in that are playing significant minutes, and I mean that's going to take a little while. You got all these big guys, I mean that's going to take a little while. So um, it's hard to really sit down and try to peg some of these teams. It all is. the while they're getting better and trying to improve, just like we are. So I think a lot of these um, teams
2: are better than their record. I think UNC is probably better than their Ken Palm ranking. Seven and four.
1: No, yeah, yeah. well, right now our Ken, but our Ken Palm's thirty-nine, and theirs
2: is twenty-nine. Ours is
1: 40, last I checked. No, I checked it. I'm looking at it right now. It's 39. Oh, in is it? Okay. North Carolina's 29. Yeah, but I mean, it's up to date live, which means that there was some game today yeah, that.
2: There was, yeah. We're up made to 39. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, realistically, you got to look at it like they got big guys that are down there. They're going to get the ball, they're going to get offensive rebounds. Um, we got to try to stop that. This is going to be a game where we probably should try to force the issue of trying to drive or get the ball down low to get some of these guys in foul trouble, um, where I see the problem that I'm going to to look at really is what are we going to do defensively to try to stop the ball from getting down low Mm -hmm. without giving guys wide open three pointers. I mean, if we start, if we just fall back, which again, I get it. So a lot of times coach, he'll, he'll get teams that aren't really good three point shooting teams to try to fall in love with the three point shot. And, um, If their guys start hitting them, then 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 we got a problem. I mean, what we want to see is we want to be able to defend the ball getting in down low all the while their guys kind of taking too many threes and and missing enough. Uh, That's going to be really, really helpful. And obviously us stopping them from getting offensive rebounds. I mean, I think that's the main two things. Uh, if they're if getting offensive rebounds and if they're hitting threes, then it's going to be a long, long night.
2: Yeah, the second chance points that killed us against Pitt, and if I had to pick one uh, for us to come out on top, it's going to be rebounds because that's—I mean—that's what's killed us historically. That's what's killed us past couple of years. Right. So, all right, that that game unfortunately is at nine o'clock on Tuesday, but um, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. So. We will try to get back that's here. That's gonna be tough. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. I know, I know. It's so that, I hate those 9 day's, hot games.
1: That hump day is gonna be tough.
2: Yeah, I know. Well, you don't have to drink a 12 pack when you watch a game.
1: I don't.
2: Oh, sorry. Um, I All mean, right.
1: Speak for yourself. <laughs> but uh,
2: I thought everybody did. What do you mean? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, that's uh, not the rule. Okay. That's it. It's only the for rules us. on Saturday sat friday saturday yeah uh that will be it for us i want to thank everybody who participated in fan feedback thank you so much we appreciate it thank you to thatonline.net. thank you armchair media for joe i'm sean we're out peace